Hi, and thanks again for tuning in to Hope Restored Lessons from the Storms. We appreciate you joining us again, and we hope that you like and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform or on YouTube. We love to hear from you, so please continue to send your questions, comments, insights, suggestions, and your prayer requests to us at podcast at hoperestored.org. In our last podcast, we were finishing up tornado response in Granbury, Texas, when a tornado hit in Moore, Oklahoma. We were impressed in Granbury by how the community responded to their neighbors. Today's podcast is titled, The Perfect Storm. As we left Granbury, Texas, we moved on to Moore, Oklahoma. Tornado response. We arrived in camp in the early evening, and it was in full-on chaos mode. Trucks were pouring in, and the tools were being unloaded, inventoried, cleaned, and set aside for maintenance. Team leads were getting in line to brief the program manager with the daily activities. Volunteers were busy racing about to get in line at the shower trailers so that they could get cleaned up before dinner, maybe. The cooks and the volunteers in the kitchen area were helping to get dinner on the table, that final push to get dinner on the table. At the end of a very, very long, hot, humid day, everything was coming to a head. At the end of dinner, there would be some share time and then a short night's sleep on a cot in a Sunday school room. And then in the morning, it would start all over again with beginning of the day chaos. Well, we got our team assignment. We were working adjacent to the school where seven children were killed. We heard stories about how the teachers had used their own bodies to protect these children. One of those teachers died, saving three children. Our job was pick up sticks, moving debris to the curb and sorting it so it could be picked up. Physically demanding work, as always. But that's really not what we found to be so daunting. What got us was all the things that were going on while we were there. It just was really, really challenging. The severity of the terror, injuries, loss of life, told to us by very, very raw survivors. These are the people who we were trying to serve, and it just tore at our hearts. Stories of a young girl who had been pinned at a house, and the neighbors had tried to free her, but she died. Stories of an infant killed. Stories of terrified people in a shelter in the dark all of them together, holding the door down, praying that it wouldn't be opened up and they wouldn't be sucked out into the storm. In a simple word, overwhelming. Every disaster deployment is physically, emotionally, spiritually challenging. And this was one of the most challenging that we'd experienced up to that time. In the midst of the emotionally charged chaos, it's easy to lose focus on your ministry goal. Physical challenges from lack of sleep, Long, hot, humid days filled with demanding physical labor and completely raw emotions from all of the sights and smells of the work environment, coupled with the tragic stories told by people broken by the storm, all of this combines for the perfect personal storm. The perfect storm, a seemingly unbeatable giant, a giant that taunted every morning and again every evening taunting with thoughts that screamed, you're ineffectual. You didn't have the right words and you won't have them tomorrow. Those people are still hurting. What good are you? No one cares. No one sees. Words that basically taunt saying, you can't win this. Get ready to surrender. There was another time when a giant stood up every morning and evening, four or five feet taller than every man in the opposing army 
That giant wore protective chainmail that weighed as much as or more than most of the men in the opposing army. The men in the opposing army shook with fear every morning and every evening when that giant came out to challenge. Of course, the story is of Goliath, and we find it in 1 Samuel 17. We all face giants, disabilities, addictions, sickness, sin, marriage troubles, financial problems, work issues. Oh, there's so many things. We end up in the position that Saul and all of Israel were in in 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 11. We end up discouraged and afraid. However, the story continues, and we see David, the youngest son of Jesse, sent into battle to take his brother's food. God sent David into this scary and overwhelming situation, and you can read about it in 1 Samuel chapter 17, verses 12 through 25. The interesting thing is, this boy, not yet a man, goes on to take on this giant, and he wins the victory. Read the rest of the story. I know you've heard it before, and you've probably read it before, but read it again, and look carefully at it. Study it. Look carefully at David's words. Check out where his courage comes from in verse 45. Also notice that there was no armor or weapon of war that was suitable for David. He ends up having to use his shepherd's sling, with which he was very familiar. So that leaves us with a few questions. What's the giant in your life? What is your sling, your familiar tool that you can use to fight with? Is it prayer, prayer and fasting, counsel of brothers and sisters? And finally, what will be your deliberate thoughts and your intentional actions to defeat your giant? Well, that's all we have for today for the Hope Restored Lessons from the Storm podcast. Again, we do appreciate you tuning in. We appreciate your likes and your subscriptions on your favorite podcast platform and on YouTube. And we really hope to hear from you on your comments, suggestions, insights, and your prayer requests at podcasts at hoperestored.org. And until next time, blessings.